Welcome back to another episode of the Lost Boys Movie Minute Podcast, a podcast dedicated to the 1987 movie directed by Joel Schumacher. Music in the background you're hearing is the Violet Orlandi cover of Cry Little Sister uh, from G-Ton Mac. I am your host, Dr. Chris. And I'm Scott Danielson. And of course, the Lost Boys Movie Minute Podcast is part of the Radio Horror Network. And tonight, we are covering minutes 55 to 60. Or on your uh, on your DVD, it will be like minutes to fifty five to one hundred. <laughs> <laughs> it starts over then. It, it basically does. We start the um, the minutes with uh, uh, with Michael continuing to leave, and then it ends mm-hmm. with um, uh, David telling Michael, "If you ever want to see Star again, you'll come with us now." That's uh, correct. And uh, the minute begins with uh, with uh, Lucy trying to prepare dinner and Dad being like, we're going to have company over again? And she's like, Dad, you haven't had company over since Mom died eight years ago. That's what I mean. We're going to have company over again. <laughs> Gran- Grandpa's always got a quip. Oh, that, <laughs> so. is, that is a great quip. She's just like, you haven't had anyone over here since Mom died till we showed up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's definitely it's definitely like an Abbott and Costello kind of oh <laughs> delivery. Could you imagine if we were doing this show like one minute at a time? And by the way, minute podcasts. If you ever look at their posting schedule, they have a minute episode coming out every day. Now I guarantee they're probably recording a batch and then releasing them once a day. But oh with, yeah. But with me having like two other podcasts and the Radio Horror Show and all and anything else I have going on, I just don't have time to do that. But that's kind oh, of God, a great no. idea though. That that's why they do it like a minute at a time because they release a minute a day, five days a week. I'm like, oh, that's actually a brilliant idea. So yeah, yeah. Keeps rolling out. Yeah, yeah. So we decided to do it five minutes at a time. But we've explained why it's because of the Superman Movie Minute podcast. Uh, does it five minutes at a time? I decided to copy that. So um, yeah. Most of our five minutes here is taken up at the dinner. Yeah, that's correct. Guess Max who's, is coming to dinner. Guess who's coming to dinner comes to mind. But instead of a yeah. black guy, it's a vampire. <laughs> yes. Except nobody knows, but they kind of know, but they don't. <laughs> It's a, it's a big, it's a lot of lead-in, and then a kind of bit of a misdirect. Now, um, Michael is definitely a senior in high school because Mom makes a threat to him about uh, things are going to change around here when school begins. Yes, yeah, she's she's had it. He, he's just like, oh, I'm just I'm just leaving. She's like, Well, I said you weren't. And he's like, Well, I'm leaving anyway. So screw you, Mom. <laughs> And he's busy looking like he's like going through drug withdrawal, so which I find interesting that she's more concerned that he's just leaving, not the fact that he looks like high or like coming down off of something. There was a um a review I read of the mule recently tying the mule to the lost boys and that uh the divorce <laughs> is of uh <laughs> she's married to a Clint Eastwood at the time and you think about how old those actors are today. 30 or 32 years later, you're like, oh, wait, that could actually fit, considering how old yeah. Clint Eastwood was in 1987. <laughs> yeah, that could line up pretty well, yeah. However, she had a daughter in that movie, not two young boys. So Ah, there you go. Okay. Uh, <laughs> which, man, she she plays divorced moms a lot, because I've seen, like, two other movies she's in, and she's a divorced or separated mother, or a widow, at least. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no relationship. Yeah, relationship drama is has been the the centerpiece of a lot of her roles. Um, so Max shows up and he has to be invited in because he can't come in unless he's invited. And Michael's like, "Then you're invited." 
Yeah. Yeah. All this attitude or whatever. And he kisses yeah. Lucy, uh, which is, I guess, their like their per- their first like kiss. Um, and it's open mouth too. Very, very full. Yeah. The whole sequence is very strange because it's like it just makes Max Max feel sleazy because he does that very fake delivery to Michael of like, well, you're the man of the house, so I won't come in unless you ask, unless you say I can, unless you invite me. And which is just a... But with Michael turning into a vampire, wouldn't that negate that part of the curse? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know the exact rules. Maybe because he's like half and half, There's it still applies, or... On on Buffy the Vampire Slayer, she asks Angel, you can't invite him in, they can't come in unless you invite him, right? And, um, oh, no, no, I'm sorry. In the movie, she asks Merrick that, and because she's heard about, she's heard of that, and he's like, correct. And then over in Angel, um, she allows Angel to, like, sleep on her bedroom floor, um, when they're trying to escape from some vampires. And then later on, when Angel becomes angelus, uh, Will- Willow casts a spell that negates the curse from coming in. Huh. There you go. I haven't, I need to, I need to catch up on, I'm, I'm... I, I think I've only seen the first season of Buffy. I need to catch up. <laughs> oh, well, you don't need to rewatch the first season. Other than, like, three episodes in the first season, the only three I would ever recommend to watch, it's uh, the first, the, Welcome to the Hellmouth Part 1 and 2. Um, yeah, Angel, those are good. A, uh, Angel, which is the episode we learn Angel is a vampire. And then mm-hmm. the, uh, the, the the season finale, where she fights the master and she dies, and then she comes back. That's it. Yeah. Season 1 is not great in a rewatch, by the way. Um, but then season two had a whole bunch of great episodes like Angel becoming Angelus and so on and so forth. Uh, unlike the first yeah. season of Angel, most of the first season of Angel is pretty watchable, rewatchable today. That's good. Yeah, they have, they just had like a massive watch on Facebook. Like all the Joss Whedon shows were available. Oh, neat. Mm-hmm. There's some serious Angel Buffy podcast out there. I can, I can imagine that. I mean, those had devoted fan bases when oh. they were out, let alone after the fact with rose-colored glasses. <laughs> All run by lesbians, too. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Um, so they sit down to dinner, and uh, someone's mom's like, ooh, we got bad breath or whatever. And it's, they all look at Max, but then, of course it's the dog. And Max is offered some grated cheese by Sam, but it's actually garlic. Now, when he puts this on his, ta- on his spaghetti, it doesn't look like grated cheese whatsoever. Maybe no, no, it's really... <laughs> Uh, the consistency of like even minced garlic is so obvious, or <laughs> and I'm just it, it it and the smell is so obvious that it just makes you kind of be like, oh, Max is it makes Max seem just very savvy, like he's just playing along, like, oh, okay, thank you for the cheese. <laughs> In the movie, my best friend is a vampire, which I've talked, I think I've mentioned this scene before. He orders pizza with the girl he's going out with, and uh, there's garlic on it, and he can't eat it. He's like. <laughs> Like hissing every time he tries to put it in his mouth. Then he throws water on him, which is supposed to be holy water, I guess. But, yeah, I guess. But I don't think it's holy water. I'm not really sure. By the way, where the hell does glowing vampires come from? The yeah, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> he said he's supposed to be glowing because the oh yeah, the Frog Brothers. By the way, we completely overlooked. So the Frog Brothers come to dinner as well, which they don't really yeah. have any dialogue other than. Mm. <laughs> mm. Yeah, they go. <laughs> they they behave like feral children, honestly. <laughs> just, just grunting and eating, and then like kind of attacking, half attacking the guests. Right, right. But Max should know who they are. They have the comic book store right next door to the video store that he owns. Yeah, exactly. Like he's not exactly like, oh, I know your parents. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
then again, the parents don't seem to be stoned out of their minds all the time, so it's hard to tell. Then we switch. Uh, so Max come, uh, tells Sam that he's not going to. Uh, it, it, uh, Lucy thinks it's it's uh, Sam acting out because he doesn't want Max to take his mom because mm-hmm. he's still upset about the divorce, and Max assures him that it's not going to happen, and uh, he you know he wants to be his friend, and then they. Re- redo their dinner plans and as max is leaving grandpa gives him the hairy eyeball yeah it's it's interesting that grandpa like i i feel like there's like a little scene missing where whenever grandpa picked up his food because we never see him interact with max but it's very clear that like he at some point had to go into the house get his food and just decide to go to his garage yeah he he there's never a scene of that or whatever so it's like the entire dinner time you're like where's grandpa at the dinner table yeah, he he's he's very he's very suspicious of this. Even though like they've done a mirror test, they've done all they've done all this stuff. Yeah, and... so vampires have reflection in a mirror in this movie. However, Max points out later on in the movie something about all that, which we're not going to get into right now because that's that's a whole other minute. Um, yeah. Then Michael gets to the carnival, uh, which again I always loved it at the carnival. Of course, they're not really there that long. And he wants to see he wants to see Star. David tells him, "You better come with me, Michael." Otherwise, you'll never see Star again. And then it, yeah. <coughs> and then it ends. Yeah, then it ends. And I also, I actually really like the phrasing of the question <laughs> what, that Michael says. He just, he says, where's Star, David? Which is like, this close to Star of David. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I didn't reason. catch that. I just, I just made an association in my head. I don't even know if that was intentional, but I, I thought that was funny. <laughs> I don't have very much to dissect in this minute. It's, it's the dinner scene, and there's, I mean, they eat. Yeah, the the only the only other thing I can think to point out is that it's it's noteworthy that Max is like kind of is being very forward. Like Lucy is kind of like oh, oh, oh okay kissing, but as soon as he kisses her, she seems to kind of like all of her apprehension seems to go away. Like even for just a split second, which seems to be another hint. But well, well Scott, yeah. I mean, I don't know if your wife listens to this podcast, but have you ever kissed a woman or whatever that was a little apprehensive, but she gave in to the kiss because of how how good it was. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, that's 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 some people's move. No, I don't. <laughs> I've kissed women that were a little. I wouldn't say I didn't force myself on them. I mean, they could have said no, but no, I've I kissed them. They've been a little like, okay, you know, like, uh, all right, you know what I mean. Not I, sure I, how I to take it. Yeah, I've, I've gone out with women that have been very, uh, um, well, virgins. Let's just say, let's just put it out there. They they were virgins, and they were not into. They were not very versed in adult relationships that much. You know, they've mm-hmm. had some stuff, but nothing really big or whatever. And when I kissed them, yeah. or whatever, they were they got they were a little. It was just it was it was really quick, but the second time they got into it really heavily. So yeah, and, there's and, usually a little bit of apprehension. So yeah, I, I'm sure there's reasons to it, but I I think I was just looking for any sign. So I'm like, oh, she. And let's the embrace assume, changed. Let's assume Lucy has been married longer than Michael's been alive. So maybe 20 years. Maybe 19 years. Okay? Yeah, that's tr- so yeah, true. And then she's the been divorced only, for a bit, too. And in 1987, subtract 19, what year would she have been married? Subtract 19. Oh, is, that six, uh, is that 65? Okay, so you got to think about 1965. How many men do you think Lucy had been with? None. She was with her husband. 
Oh God! Yeah, think about nineteen sixty-five. Yeah. Yes, I, I okay. It's the sixties. It's it's everyone's having sex. Late sixties. Yeah. It's the it's the sixties. Everyone's having sex. Everyone's having free love. Grandpa comes across as more of the hippie than Lucy does. Grandpa yeah. seems like the person who would have definitely been like fooling around and you know. I mean, I wife... think it, I think it's interesting. I bet you could, to some extent, you could track the beginnings of this like this vampire cult so like a well at least the lost boys considering all of their ages i'm kind of wondering when they you know kind of looking at when all they began and that seems like the you know summer of love stuff seems to be a perfect time you know pass the blood around (laughs) if that's what you're gonna do and what i'm thinking with lucy is that she was only ever with her husband and so another man kissing her for the first time since her divorce a little taken mm-hmm. back, you know. Maybe she's she she then she's like, oh, this guy's really into me, and I haven't been with anyone other than my husband. Yeah, which she, I have dated people like that. They have only ever been with one person in their entire life, and they divorced them. You know what I mean? And it's like, yeah, it is like, do am I still desirable anymore? So, and she is a mom, and she doesn't feel it, but it's that's why her reaction is the way it is. <clears throat> yeah, that makes sense. Well, that's pretty much it for this uh, Lost Boys Movie Minute podcast. Check us out on the Lost Boys Movie Minute uh, Facebook page, RadioHard.com for the other podcast, and you can find us on, what's the Twitter handle? Lost Boys Minute. And don't forget, you can send an email, thatradiohard.gmail.com, to give us some feedback about the show, as well as please leave us a rating on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or our website. And if you were a business that like to become part of the show, please send us an email, thatradiohard.gmail.com. I checked our... Stitcher downloads recently, and they're in the thousands, so that was pretty nice for the the collection of shows that we've had or whatever. It's it's in the thousands, which is great. So that's fantastic. Yeah, definitely. So check us out there, and tune in two weeks for another episode of the Lost Boys Movie Minute podcast. See you next time.